0: S1, you there? Yeah, what's up with you, bro? Yeah, out in the morning. What's good with it, man? <clears throat> man, you know, it's
1: 1230 and over here on the West Coast, man. California time.
0: Right, right, man, right. How you doing? Oh, man, all is well, man. You know, it's cooler, man. That's about it. You know, i can to roll up some of this California rain, you know. You know we doing out here. The law hey. of the land.
1: Hey, I ain't mad at you, man. what how was your day today,
0: man? Oh man, you no know, good, man. Can't complain. You know, can't complain, man. Work back home. Nah, no work today, man. You know. I'm on my thing, on my schedule right now, you know, so, you know, but it's always work though, even when it's not that type of work, it's always some type of work going on, man, See, you, know, work really don't ever stop, really. So what's going, what's going on in the air, man, what you think is going on right now, man, in the world? I don't know, man,
1: you know, like we was speaking about earlier off the air, man, um, you know a lot of things changing out here in Riverside, as far as you know, uh, gentrification. You know what I'm saying? You know they making it harder and harder to get a place to live out here, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you talking about taking low end, low end uh, buildings and turn them to luxury? <laughs> you know? Yeah, pretty much, man. You you know, back in ninety what ninety what ninety two, ninety three man, it was easy to get a, easy as hell to get an apartment on Magnolia or Adams or, you know, just in the perim- in that perimeter, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, Cal Baptist is buying everything out, man, and they kind of moving a lot of people are out of the riverside, man, you starting to notice a lot of people starting to move either up the hill or toward uh, the Hemet area, man, and you know, and we're starting to lose and we're starting to lose a lot of the lower income apartments, you know what I'm saying? You know, the list is getting smaller and smaller. Well, you know that's all
0: about that. It's by design though, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. They're trying, to, they're trying to build this. They're trying to build Riverside to like one of those college cities, man. Like, you know, kind of like downtown LA area, you know, like the Stadium area, like, you know, like, you know, kind of like the same thing they're doing in Vegas right now, man,
0: you know, with the, you know, with the new football team out there and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, you know, they just it. so what happens is every so many years, places get rezoned, and when they rezone them, uh, the demographics change, so like, let's go back to uh, history on Riverside, history, Riverside was originally a military city. Um, yeah, once
1: upon a time, Merino Valley, man, they had all those uh, all those people that lived out there. That was from the Air
0: Force Base and stuff,
1: man. Well, they when they
0: pushed it out, it was actually a military city. So Riverside was Army, right, and and, yeah. and they, they made Merino Valley, you know, Air Force, right. But at the end of the day, it came from in and out. So it came from Riverside out to Merino Valley, right. So yeah, um, after so many years, like wheels coming up. I didn't know that Fairmount Park was really the old um, housing for the tanks. And then when they, I didn't know that, yeah, that's I didn't know that either. That's anymore. why they have the tank in front of Fairmount Parks so when they got done utilizing it for that. Instead of them um, taking and making it, you know, homes, building homes on there or commercial buildings, they had um, um, holes in the ground from the tanks going in, right? So they took instead of back filling them holes up, they just filled them up with water. So that's how they got Fairmont Park and came up with the lake because that's a man-made lake, and that's how it became became a man-made lake was from the tank. Yeah, it makes it, it make
1: a lot of sense when you kind of look at the perimeter over there. When you look at the housing over there, there's a lot of um uh single-family
0: homes or right. On the side that was kind of military housing. Know mean? Yeah, that was military base housing, right? So. Now that's done with Riverside. They want to move it because so many people have moved in the area through time, you know. Now it has to be something else. So now the new kick is warehouse. You know, and it's crazy because a lot of people that got it um, ramped up to be a warehouse district, you know, Merino Valley and and, uh, Riverside areas um, were the Hispanics, right? Yeah. And um, when Trump got in, he put a lot of them out of position. So now a lot of these warehouse, you know, warehouses have jobs open based off of uh of of the of the volume of the employees. Well the employees ain't there no more, man, for these warehouses. But now people are saying, well, look, we have all these spaces out here in Minneapolis Valley so we can build these warehouses, perfect area for it. But now they don't have just Good enough job. people for it. It's not enough people for these jobs out here right now. Due to immigration laws, that actually messed up with the the manufacturing um, business. Well, oh, that, that and the,
1: the cost of living going up, man. You know, what I'm saying it's forcing people, a lot of people out.
0: Well, it's forcing, it's forcing them out. It's it's, it's by design to force them out, um, because after it became military, um, and it was expensive to live in Riverside at that time. And then after the military left, a lot, you know, the greater you know Riverside area. Then uh, they they provided low income housing. And, you know, a lot of people moved in from San Bernardino. My family, uh, other families moved in from San Bernardino, and from you know further out from L.A. area. You know, because my mom's side came from uh, Fullerton, and then my pops' side came from San Diego, and San Bernardino. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, so that's when it was a lot of brothers, a lot of a lot of minorities. When I was coming up, was because it was lower. It was lower income. Living to a certain degree, right? And it was like that certain, um, the people, but it was just the time, you know what I mean? It was just cheaper, um, it was more urban, right? So now they've done away with all that because they raised the cost of living up and the demographics change because these same people can't afford to live in this area no more. Um, I remember,
1: I remember my uncle used to say, Man, you know, back in the 90s. To say, by the time the 2000s hit, you know if you didn't if you didn't have a house by then, you would not gonna be able to afford one. If you didn't, if you wasn't yeah, you, like a million dollar like a you know a million dollars worth of
0: income coming in your house, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. If you, moved out, times, and if you moved out during these times, you're not gonna be able to move back to Riverside. So like I mean, we got a lot of people yeah, you got a lot of people that, that we know that moved out to like the outside area in San Jacinto. They can't ever afford to move back to Riverside. Bone Beaumont, Bannon, they can't afford to move back to Riverside because they nah. the way move away um, to chase the, the cost of living, right? Yeah, they can't afford to come back to where they were from, you know? So we're really one of the fortunate people to still be able to be in this Riverside area. And I'd be pushed
1: out. Oh, it's getting harder and harder, though, bro. Uh, like I was saying, man, you know, I've I've been in apartments most of my adulthood. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I I don't know. I don't know about me owning no house. You know, I ain't never had no house. I'm 43. You know what I'm saying? You no, know, it's getting to the point where it's like, you know, there's there's only man. There's probably there's probably like maybe at the most five apartment complexes where they accept low income low income stuff man you know right now man, you' looking at a you no know, apartments that were apartments that were 750. Back in '93. No, they were cheaper than that. Like I mean, 13, they 13, 1400 bucks now,
0: bro. Yeah, they were actually cheaper than that, and I mean, I, I lived in them. You lived in them. I mean, we stayed on Magno, Magnolia Madison. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about like a
1: three-bedroom. Three
0: oh, bedrooms, right, 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 right. Because like, a one-bedroom about yeah. five hundred. Yeah, so you're right about that. Um right. uh, but now it's not, it's not none of that, man. You know, I, I think, I think, you know, I thought about it, man, and now I, I was reading something earlier, right. Yeah. On our on our presidents, and a lot of people don't know. They think that the presidencies are based off of uh, who has the best campaign, who has the biggest movement, but not necessarily, man. Um, all of our presidents, all forty something of our presidents have have had high IQs, and right? a lot more a lot more class. Well, no, h- higher IQs. So some of them were modest, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Someone may not like uh, Abraham Lincoln. He didn't have a huge um, education background. However, he had a high IQ. Mm-hmm. So he was naturally born smart. So he was, um, so he's in that percent, in the 1%, 2% pool of the world. Yeah. One, and that was our earlier president. Now the, our, our recent, most recent president, uh, Mr. Trump people don't want to recognize it's accepted but he has a high IQ his IQ he's probably among the 2% with his high IQ like probably over 159 they said in this article I read
1: well his resume his resume is pretty high up there too man being that his family was already rich you know what I'm saying it, right he, right. he um, earned his, he, he earned his uh, resume before he was
0: even born you
1: know what I'm
0: saying right but we're just talking about or his intellect. But we're talking about his intellect. Now, Obama's yeah. IQ, IQ was right around Abraham Lincoln's Abraham Lincoln's was like 140 something. Obama's was like 145, 144, his IQ. So it's not been about the campaign of the presidents, it's been really about their intelligence. Yeah. Uh, by them being smarter, they can actually make changes not for not only for the country but for the world
1: well i i look at it like this man it ain't a, to me it ain't about their it to me it ain't about their iq man it's about well, what they what what they can do because well it is every, it is. every president we've had has, has lied to get in i mean I, I ain't gonna even say that i ain't gonna say that i don't even want to be mean like that i don't want to say that they lied but you know they they ran a they ran a critical campaign to try to get in the office, and nine times out of ten they never meet their marks before they get out of office. You know what I'm saying? Even if right. you know you, so, you get
0: you get a president that do two terms. Well, yeah, but check this out. What well, if you have a president that starts before they get their two terms, like Trump? Trump actually started campaigning thirty years ago, thirty something years ago in the '80s. He was yeah. for presidency, right? Yeah. He was running a silent campaign. He was talking about it. He was uh, he was uh, doing his homework on it. Actually he wrote the foreign policy in nineteen eighty seven. Right? Yeah, foreign policy in nineteen eighty seven, right? Now yeah. another thing he did was when he got into real estate, he was out of New York, right? Yeah. Now when he got into real estate, he was he's really the pioneer of gentrification, man. You hear the mm-hmm. stories about tenants in New York saying that he was he was a bad landlord and he treated uh, minorities differently, right? Mm-hmm. Think about that. He was starting at that time to take lower income housing and make them into luxury housing. Yeah, Same low income areas, twenty some thirty years ago in New York that he owned, they're luxury now. You so know, it, it's so funny, he's it. really a pioneer. He's really a pioneer. And the father of that, so he started getting earlier.
1: And it's funny, you—it's funny you say that, man. You know, uh, our boys sleep. You know what I'm saying? We figured out that a lot of these judges that that are judges here in Riverside, they're apartment complex owners. They're slum slum lords. You know what I'm saying? So, right, you know, not to be too, not to be too mean, but. A lot of them, they, they look out for each other when it comes to court, man. You know, he had an apartment over there on the east side, and he had paid all his money to move into the apartment. And before he got to move his stuff in, he figured out some stuff that was wrong in the apartment—some bugs and all types of stuff that they couldn't get rid of, that they wouldn't get rid of. Now, the other tenants that was there in the apartments, they were illegal. There was, you no. Know, they were illegal aliens, so they didn't right. want to make no big deal about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he, he was able to move it to court because he said he refused to move his stuff in until they get this problem fixed. Right. So mm-hmm. they took their time, they backpedaled. So he ended up taking them to court. Right. You know what the judge did. Now he had paperwork from extermination companies that you know, that pretty much told him what Needed to be done to fix the problem, you know. Right. They needed to put a 10 over the apartment and do this and do that, but the apartment didn't want to make that investment, so they I took him to court. Right. The judge, the judge looked at the paperwork for two seconds and and threw it threw his case out. And right. he had told all, him he, had he, had to, all, he had all the information from all his the, documentation.
0: Right. They told him to get his black ass out because he was working for his partner at that time. The judge. Now, was going
1: we, we did a little homework on that judge. We right. found out that the judge is an apartment complex owner. He's, he owns five apartment complexes, which three of them were slumlord apartment complexes. You know what I mean? That he didn't. Right. That, that he wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing in the apartment complexes that he owned. You know what I'm saying? After we did our homework and stuff. Right. So, it's, you know... A lot of these judges, you know, they're that's what they do. That's the side. That's the side hustle. They own apartment complexes. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a hell of a hustle. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, and, and that hustle is really is it's, it's about a system of uh, of change. Of they know, okay, we know this is going to happen. It's inside information. Yeah, right. Certain areas are are coming into it later than others. So like Chicago was regentrified, uh, you know, 20 years ago, right? Per se, St. Louis may have been gentrified 20 years ago, right? Yeah. Now it's just now reaching the West Coast, the East Coast. made have went through theirs parts of the East Coast. made have went through theirs, not all of it, but parts 20 years ago. Versus like now, Detroit's going through it, yeah. through uh, the fall of, of the the auto industry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I've been I've been looking at
1: a lot of a lot of real estate, a lot of real estate um, documentaries on YouTube, man, about Detroit. You know, a lot of those a lot of those cities out there, they burned out. A lot of the houses are messed up and stuff. A lot of people are buying houses out there, man. But. If you buy a house out there, you better you better stay in it, because, man, they they um they tear them houses up out there, man. It's a it's a good market. You can go out there and buy a house for like four grand, five grand. Right.
0: Maybe two right, Yeah, there's a guy I know. Well, uh, a guy I know his buddy by the by the block out there, bought the whole block up. Mm-hmm. And he's not gonna put no money into it until the neighborhood gets cleaned up. It's kind of a smart it's smart.
1: I um I heard I heard Master P say something like that, man. He's Saying that that he had bought some real estate man on the side of a highway one day, you know, and he said he did it because he knew eventually that they had plans on fixing that town up. Every you know, every town has their um, their plans on building up, building up, and building up. You know what I mean? And
0: um, Right, and that's the zoning plans. That's that's what the city. That's their zoning plans. They have plans every, you know, every ten years they roll out for every city Exactly. The change Exactly. <laughs> you know, who, who would have thought
1: Riverside would have looked as good? What, fifteen years ago? Right. L- look all right. up and down Adams, man. It, it looked like UCLA over there, bro.
0: hmm
1: But like I was saying, Master P, he he said he had bought this land, man, on the side of the highway, on the side of a highway and everybody else kind of thought he was stupid for doing it, you know, but he knew that eventually they're going to fix that town up, just like they do every town, you know. It may not be now, may not be five years from now, not maybe not ten years from now, maybe not even fifteen, but eventually they're going to do something. They're going to fix it up, they're going to build a mall, major mall, they're going to build a, right. a housing complex or something. Now, if you right. own that land, say you bought the land at We'll, we'll say fifteen grand. Now, 15, 15 years on went by. They got to pay him. They got to pay him close to a million dollars to move because they needed they needed to the, the finish up their project. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right, right, just right. Like, just right. like
1: they did on Madison. Remember, uh, remember, on Madison when they was building the, mm-hmm. home, the uh, home Depot. they right. had, they had all those houses around. around by Home Depot. Right. That they wanted people to move out of so they can build that Home Depot. So, mm-hmm. you know, the people that bought those houses probably like in the 60s, man. They probably bought those houses at like 40, 50 grand.
0: Now, yeah, but it's a, it's a racial undertone to it though, man. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a racial undertone to it. You know, when I lived in Milwaukee, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a city, man, where it's really, it's really inexpensive, right? There's a lot of homes, it's more homes than apartments. Yeah. And they're real cheap, right? Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff that's boarded up. So one time I was talking to a guy, he, his mom been in the neighborhood on the east side out there, out right of Martin Luther King Drive, um, our boulevard, since 64, right? Yeah. And she was actually there for the rights. And uh, so I actually... Actually, before sixty-four, so about sixty-three, she was. They moved there from Mississippi. Now, when the rice came, Martin Luther King Boulevard which used to be a street called Third Street. Third Street took you all the way on the east side, all the way to downtown. Yeah. Well, when uh, when they had the rice when Martin Luther King got killed, right? Brothers went through a little their own neighborhood. They had a uh, they had nice shops in there. They had nice stores, right? They tore it up, right? But they didn't just tore up any businesses. They tore up the Jewish-owned businesses, right? Uh Well, them businesses, there was one that stood out to me on the corner by where I lived at. So after they burnt it down, then after, you know, years went by they named they renamed Third Street, Martin Luther King Boulevard. Uh They had a bowling alley on Martin Luther King Boulevard. And I asked asked my buddy, I said, hey, man, um, What's that building right there that's covered up? You know, it's all boarded. The building looked nice, but it just had boards over the windows. Yeah. And he said, well, actually, man, there's nothing wrong in that building. It's actually got the original lanes. It used to be a bowling alley. It was a bowling alley in the basement, mm. and a bar on the top. And he said it has original lanes from the 60s in there still and the original bar. Wow. The dude won't open it up, and he won't sell the building.
1: He's, he's saving he's saving it he's, he's saving it all well that's
0: the racial money in the balance now, well now the building's owned by a jewish guy so it's a racial undertone to it because it's, this is in a black um community yeah right and that building should be being utilized but due to him not selling it and, and having the right not to have it open for business it's really taken away from that community
1: yeah and he
0: has a, he have, put it. and he has the choice who he wants to rent it to he he right has- so it's not he hasn't rented it since the riots happened this is in the 60s that building has not the Bowman alley's been closed since then so what i'm saying to this is there's a lot of buildings in america in in certain communities that are like that yep you know i lived in minneapolis in minneapolis where i lived i lived on the north side and the north side uh prior to 1960 was a Jewish uh, ghetto. Yeah. yeah. The Jews moved out and they moved to another side of town called St. Louis Park. Yeah. The Blacks were moving in from the outskirts from St. Francis, from from uh, mm-hmm. the Louvre, from outside the city. And they moved into Minneapolis. and They, they got the old Jewish ghettos, yeah. which was the North. So it was just like now, what we're going through with gentrification a uh, next racial group of people are getting our own neighborhoods that we can't afford to live in no more yeah pretty much man my, um i
1: think <clears throat> i think our family as far as my family man i think the dumbest mistake they ever made was selling that house that they had over there in Blanc off of nova scotia That house is probably the house the house right now is probably worth for a good six hundred thousand dollars already right Maybe, right. maybe maybe more just because of the community, because of the, the the you know the parks and the, the good schooling and everything over there.
0: It's, yeah, it's worth. It's at the least, it's worth that. It, at the least, yeah, six hundred.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe more, maybe
0: more, man. I know the house we stayed in right down the street on Margarita was smaller, um, and it was actually um uh, one of the original houses from that neighborhood. Yeah, but everything on Nova Scotia on that side were mm-hmm. the newer, were the houses that were built 10 years after our house. Yeah. So our home might have been built in the 60s. Everything on your side, across from Margarita, was built in the 70s. Well, the houses that were built in the 70s are worth more than the homes that were built in the 60s. Man, I was looking at an article the other day, and it was- To a certain degree, to a certain degree, depending on how much property is on the property, the house, how much property is on, our land is on the property for the homes in the 60s, you know?
1: I was looking at an article of the other day, and it was uh, it was talking about you know, the future of home ownership in Riverside County, and it showed right. it showed like a shack house, like an old, right. tore down shack house. Man, it was probably like right. a two bedroom house. Man, it was tore down. It was mm. like sitting on a half an acre of land, but it had the price under one point two million, and they were saying like this is the future of Riverside uh, River. Riverside real estate, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's scary, man, just to see numbers like that for that raggedy house, because all somebody gonna do is tear the house down and build a, a complex there, they're gonna build a market. Multi- yeah, like-, but
0: like right now, my grandma's house, they can build seven or eight homes on her lot right now, and you know, the house that sits on there is not, it's not a luxury home, right? But if they was to get that property, they would tear her home, that home down, yeah. And build whatever they want on there, whether it was commercial or residential, will be bigger than what's what's on there right now. Man, and that's a, the and that's the sad thing
1: about our own people that they don't even their their family, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I, I just found my, out my why. My want to them, want to, you know what I mean, like,
0: well, I found out why my grandma don't want to build. Like,
1: you know what I'm saying? The one over her there. Her husband like, told her.
0: Yeah, but my grandma's husband told her before well before he died, he will never build on the property, and he don't want nothing built on the property. So guess where she's on? Wow. She don't want nothing built on the property. By, by now, I, talked to her, I, I talked to her about it the other day, right? Yeah. And she tells me that she wouldn't make no money off of it, and I didn't know what I was talking about. I said, Grandma, I do know what I'm talking about, you, and right now you will make money off it if that's how you want to live.
1: Well, if you dream, low, you... You you dream low, you don't make nothing. You don't, you know, you don't make nothing. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm. You no,
1: know, if you if right. you if you dreaming in the gutter, that's what you that's you know that's where you end up at. You know what I'm saying? Not to, right. You no, know, not to speak bad on anybody, but but our our families, man, it's, it's sad. Our families, they don't make any kind of future plans for their families, for their for their future family and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, and, and and it's sad, bro. You know, you see a lot of you know, and I, and I don't I don't have no dislike for them. A lot of white people they leave their kids uh, houses, money, you know, put away and stuff, and ways to invest back into whatever market you know that they're invested in. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. most most black families, man, you act they act like they gonna take that money to the to the graveyard with them. And when the last time you seen a brain truck? Follow, following somebody to a to a you know to a funeral. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You no, know, it, mm-hmm. it, it just don't happen. But they don't think that way, man. They they want to spend all that money that they can before they die, and that's kind of being greedy, man. I'm I'm more or less a type of person that I want to have something that my son could give to his son. You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, because a lot of us got about we got away from legacy. And if we don't have that, then we don't know how to treat it. You know what I mean? If we don't, if we don't say, well, you we know, this is our legacy, then we don't honor that. And that's what a lot of our elders—they were bitter, man, from their time, from their brain. I don't know if they—they were given as much, if they were shortchanged, and from not being able to do what they wanted to do or not have as much as they wanted to have. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. But it made them bitter, man. It's you know, sad. it made them real bitter, man. It's a sad thing,
1: man. But you know, when my grandmother yeah. passed, when my grandmother passed away, man, they was pretty much trying to cut off all the family. They was trying to cut everybody off. You know what I mean? And move away to where they, you know, like it was like they knew they knew that my grandmother was going to pass away. Of course, she knew that, uh, but right, they didn't make no kind of plans to. Right, we're gonna take this money and we're gonna
0: do we're gonna have a ball with it, and we ain't gonna leave it. nobody nothing, you know. What I'm saying? Right, right, right. I, well, I told my grandma this, I said, you know what, because she don't really like talking about it, mm-hmm. and 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 I told her, I said, you know what, grandma, you can say what you want to say. um but I know this the minute that you cough, the minute they know you have a cold, the black holes are going to be swarming all, all around. They're gonna be swarming around over here figuring out what they can get and what and what they could take from you. And she didn't like that. I don't want nobody to have nothing. Well, you know what, Grommy, you won't be able to control that. Because once you go, once you go, somebody, you somebody, go, somebody is gonna go somewhere. You don't have no control over it no more.
1: Nope. But they um, but that's the way they think though.
0: Right, which is out of control. And somebody told me this, my uncle told me, he said a long time ago, he said, man, if somebody tries to control you or control something, they're out of control because you cannot control people.
1: It's sad, man, that people think that way, man. You know, so. But it's like family don't, there's, it seems like family doesn't mean the same no more to like it used to. You know, you you, you rarely see people even getting together on Christmas and Thanksgiving dinners any, anymore or doing anything together anymore. You know what I'm saying? They think about themselves, man. It's in yeah, but not
0: even know if they're going to make it even taste that turkey the next day. You don't know if God is going to get you up that next day. Yep. You know Because that's what he provides us this every day. Breath. Sad, man. And it, we're not the controllers of time, so we don't we don't never know when it's our time to go. Nah. That's the sad part about it. No, nah, we don't, man. And, and you know, it's silly of us to think that we're just gonna do, be this way and say I'm gonna be here forever and I'm not ever gonna go nowhere. Once you once you born, once you're born, the next thing the one thing that's certain after that death. at some point in time is death. That is certain after that. Once you have life, life death is certain. Yeah. <clears throat> so we're not the controllers of time. No, we're not. We're not, you
1: know. man. How, how, do we, <clears throat> so, how do we change it, though, as a, as a young, as a mid young generation? You know what I'm saying?
0: It's already been changed because we treat our kids differently than how we were treated. We, listen, man, we know our elders are better. We know that we didn't like the way we were treated. We know that, uh, that it was right, right. So we would say with our copies, with our, what our, with our, our carbon copies, which is our kids, we treat them, we treat them better, and we'll treat them better um, at this point in time than what we were, because we're evolving being a, a, a species. Humans are evolving, yeah. and we're not going backwards; we're going forward. Yeah. So things didn't work in the past we're not doing them things that didn't work in the past. We're doing what works going forward. Yeah. I mean, them bitter ways are, are left in the past. You know? So, that's what I feel about that. I just think it's changing through, our, through generations is that we're getting better through time.
1: Well, some are. Some are, some are, some ain't.
0: Well, you know, because it takes longer for others to get it because you know, it may take four or five generations for that for that lineage to be washed up. Some some lineages take longer to be washed up than others. Of all the bullshit, you know, you think about somebody that that, that can't really came from a back from a uh, uh, from a, uh, uh, a real bad situation or. Um, not good people are just general. it may take a couple of generations to clean up that versus somebody that wasn't so bad they're already in the making their their next generation after them is gonna be great yeah you know
1: but a lot of people don't see that though
0: nah no that's how it works man we are we are better versions of copies of our parents our kids are better copies and versions of us depending on what they do Depending on what we do, we are we are born better versions of copies of our parents. Depending yeah. on what they do, they're born they, better copies and versions of us. I'm gonna tell you something about how my grandmother used to be, man. She used to just
1: just be mad all the time for no reason. Just sitting on the just sitting on the couch mad. Like grandma, right? bitter. What, what you mad right. for? You no, know, why why are you so mad?
0: You could never even tell me why. Right. My grandma going not tell me why. I asked her what I did to her. She always has an attitude. Charlie won't tell She can't tell. Me. Can't tell me. You know, you know why? Because it's something with her. And, and toward the end, they
1: got to the point where I just quit even start I just quit even talking to my grandmother because it was nothing but anger. It was always anger coming out of her mouth. That was it. And she didn't care. Right. About, she didn't care about nobody but James. And James is kids. Right.
0: And, uh, and that's sad. And when that's usually how it goes, man. You know, it's he, something he, else with that. You know, people... Uh,
1: he was a builder.
0: <clears throat> care about the kids. Yeah, but people... People won't ever treat you... They won't ever treat somebody better. So, like, when you have kids, if if, if they go to somebody that didn't treat you right, they won't treat your kids any better than they treated you. Heck no. You see what I mean? They
1: won't,
0: so they won't, he won't they're going to treat them a lot worse. So, even within our family, I had to tell my mom that I said, Look, man, she, because, you know, she told me, she said, You know, I don't know what prompts, you know, grandma has with you. And she, you know, she really gives me myself a hard time. I said, Look, mom, she don't have no pictures of us in her house. But she has pictures of Pam's kids and Pam in her house. She has pictures of, of your brother in her house, of Dale and his kids. She has pictures of Angie and Angie's kids in her house, right? Mm-hmm. I said, so we inherit your beef. Whatever problem is that your mom had with you, she has it with us too. So that's another thing too. Kids inherit their parents' beefs. Yeah, you're and right. Work, and, that you're goes right. Amongst family t- and that goes amongst family too. You think, let me tell you something, man. You think if if if, if Little B ran up on James, he would treat him right? No, he wouldn't. He's gonna treat him just like he treated you, if not worse.
1: Yeah. He
0: just would because trick, that's,
1: he, would, he would he would try to trick him somehow.
0: Just because he's off of your lineage. Yeah. He you know he's a direct connect off of you, which is a direct connect off your mind. You see what I'm saying? So that's what that's about. It has nothing to do with you. It has something to do with what? Whatever him and your mom went through growing up, it carried over. It, the beef transferred from your mom to you. Yeah. that's all it did.
1: And they don't they don't deal with us either no more. They don't call us. They don't. They don't, they don't speak to us. They don't write us no letters. Nothing.
0: Right. You know. Right. You know what I mean. Right, you know, and they're doing theirself. They're they're doing what they're supposed to be doing because that's who they are, man. When people ain't good, they just ain't good, man. You know, and out of, out of, out of a bunch of apples, every one ain't gonna be the same. Nah, that's why I say one bad apple spoils a whole bunch, but not necessarily because not necessarily. you'll never hit you'll never get a perfect bunch of, of apples. Never. You know, and they're gonna have some have blemishes, some are gonna be rotted. You know, how some uh, are going to be good, right? But you'll never have a perfect bunch of a, a, a bunch of apples, man. So, I mean, I don't, I really don't go off of that, man. I mean, I just think that people are not the same all the way around, even if they came from the same family, even if <coughs> you know hey, where, where you where you think the hate
1: where you think the hate came from, though, no, man. I don't, I, I don't. That's what bro, I that's hate. What I've been hate. To, that's what I've been trying to figure out for years. Where the where the hate come from?
0: from not being right. See, sometimes when people ain't right, they want they want to they want to make their wrongs right. And how they do is they start lying to themselves about what they did wrong in the situation and what problem they caused, and then what happens they start believing their lies. And all of a sudden, you're wrong and they're right, but really they're wrong and you're right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's where the help comes in at. And they have to stick with it because they have gave so much to not being right that it, you no it's you. No, it ain't no it's you because you're the one with the issue from the start Yeah, When own. you
1: try to sit down and try to figure out the problem, they can't even tell you the problem because it, it's it's so if they it, so, the problem it's so deep it's so deep into it's so deep in the hate that they can't even tell you the problem.
0: No, because if they don't tell you the problem, then they'll be admitting their guilt in the situation of the matter. Like my mom's problem with, with the problem my mom well my grandma has with my mom, she has with her daughter. I'm going to tell you what it is. He let my mom be molested by a man that she married and she had two kids with, right? She and then to, after she, she had to live with after, that. You no, know, she didn't do nothing about it. She didn't leave him after the abuse happened. He abused my uncles, my mom's brothers. He abused my mom, right? Yeah. And when it happened, right, and he didn't do it in to the town. So therefore, that's why she doesn't have no problem with Pam. But she never did nothing about the abuse with the other sibling, with her other kids. So what happened was, through time, when he died, right? Yeah. This the, Her other kids had some type of resentment towards her for not them not rescuing her from that situation, right? And instead of her owning up to like, you know what, I was messed up, I was wrong, I, I apologize, whatever. Whatever she felt she could do to make up, she didn't do that. It, it really she she just take it to know? the grave.
1: It really just take it to the grave with him.
0: She just turned the other cheek on it, like, whatever. You know? I mean, she was abused by the man too. He was an evil man. Joe Talley was a very evil man. I don't care about saying his name, he was a very evil man. I mean, I remember him as a kid. He he passed away when I was about eight or nine years old. And we, as kids, you know, kids see people differently, man. We wouldn't even go by that guy, man, because he had a bad aura around him. Yeah. Something wasn't right about him, man. We'll go in there in in the house, and he just wouldn't look right, shirt be off, He'd be looking crazy, you know, talking, like, we didn't even, we stayed on the other side of the room. We wouldn't even go near him. You know what I mean? We felt his energy wasn't right. So, you know, from her not being right by her children, instead of her taking on that and saying look I'm going to deal with it head on and accept responsibility and my, my role in the situation how I didn't get them help and, and help them out of it fast enough right or never helped them out of the situation she never did right yeah she just acted like it was fine everything was fine and dandy well that's why she had the problem with my mom because my mom knows the truth because she had to go through that and, win- and, and bear witness to that that behavior and that treatment you see so I feel like that's the problem she has with her. You know, which she has a problem with us because we're her children, you know what I mean, so. But at this point, how do you fix that problem,
1: though?
0: Uh, they, Them two would have to fix that. My mom will have to deal with their hat on, but when people get older, they become set in their ways. Yeah. And they don't want to be wrong. Their age tells them they're right you know I've been here longer I know what I'm talking about well not necessarily because there's an old saying that um, the good the the good dies young and the old old become fools
1: yeah because they start believing in their own lives after, after a while
0: right so I mean uh, sometimes you never the people never work that out and iron that out man and never repair that you know what I mean just, it just happens like that you know I don't think they will ever I don't She. I know she won't ever um admit it, anything wrong doing or ever do anything to try to have a better relationship amongst them you know yeah. I know she won't you know yeah so it's sad it's more sad than anything man <clears throat> you know
1: when you, when you look at, when you try to look at the future of your family, it kind of makes it look like the family's being tore down piece by piece. You know what I'm saying? It's being broken down piece by piece because,
0: you know. Yeah, they were tore down. The family was tore down, right?
1: And and the farther you try to look into the future, you you can't see any, any way to the problem. You know what I'm saying? Right. Especially, especially if you're not able to get along with the next person in your family, you know, be it your brother, your auntie, your cousin, or whatever. You know, you're not able to sit down and talk about what really happened. Especially if some of the family members don't know the truth. You know what I'm saying? A lot right. of people they just don't know the truth, mm-hmm. so they just, they just dealt they just dealt to, they just dealt to live with the hate that they were you know, raised around, you know what I'm saying? Right, 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 That That destroys a lot of
0: families, man. Sad. Yeah, but I, but I think, I think, you know, because like Isaac just got out, right? Yeah. And uh, he did all that time. He's like, man, I want to get the family together. And I said, you know, the family's broken up right now, man. I said, it's really going to be up to us. To start laying down the laws of how we want this family to be for the future.
1: Make it, making, making, making a change with the kids, with the,
0: with, the, with you know, the, cause I said we're the one with the kids, man. I said we all got kids, so it's us. It's up to us now to change that. If they don't want to participate and want to stay stuck in, in their bitter ways, let them go. With, let them go out like that, man. But we know that it's not right, so we got to be the one to change. It. Yeah, yeah, that's real talk, man.
1: That's why I, you know? I've always been, I've always been right with my son, man. You know, sometimes the truth hurts, but I never lied to him about anything that
0: went down mm-hmm. in our family. You got to, you got to, man. Like, one thing I do with my sons is different. I tell him I love you, man. Yeah. I give him hugs. I show him love. My pops ain't ever did that with me. So he wanted, he don't know, and he still can't figure it out. So he's an old fool why we don't have that strong bond because he doesn't show me no love. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I can't show them no love back because you only can do you only can do what's given to you. Right? Because yeah. uh, even fair exchange ain't, ain't no robbery. Yeah. If somebody's being hey, how you doing? You're going to say hey, how you doing back? You see what I mean? Yeah. If they say hey, fuck you, you're going to say hey, fuck you. You see what I mean? So that's the whole thing with the love part, man. So that's why I do it different with my sons because I don't want to I'm changing um how me and my pops relationship is and not to mention he wasn't there when i was born i was there for both of my sons to be born so i broke that traditional that traditional uh generational curse yeah because that's what it was it was a generational curse and i broke it by being there for my both of my sons to be born that's where it starts at pretty much the right from the birth you know what i'm saying and just being <laughs> and
1: being honest from the beginning from you know what i mean
0: Right, there's only a few, there's only a few people you see when you're first born. That's your your mom, your dad, and the doctor or the nurse. You know what I mean? And, and that's what it is, man. And um, you know, we have to get away from doing things how our parents did it. We have to do things better, be better than the rest. Well, we gotta be, you know?
1: we gotta be willing to share share with our kids for one. You know
0: what I'm saying? Right, right. Sharing, right.
1: sharing information
0: You know real, Right real, real estate You know Whatever right. we, Whatever we got
1: Whatever we got That we can share With
0: our kids Right Right And that's And that's the thing man we, You know Because we, we're not On self at that Point in time You know yeah. uh, A lot of our Elders were on self That's how things go
1: Yo, yeah, we yeah. got we got definitely start making a change, man. You
0: no, know? I well the change the change is there, man. The information is more broader now, and uh, it ain't really no turning back, man. We're, we're really going forward real fast, man. Yeah. So, I mean, the future's bright. <laughs> You know, it's uh, brighter than our future it's better than our future were was, you know what I mean?
1: That's why I always taught my son, man, it's different than I was raised. Man, I was raised in a hustling household, you know what I'm saying? Right. And you know, I always taught my son that man, it's always better to have a job, get a job, keep a job, and you know, you know it it'll, it'll help take care of your family. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he lives by that now. He, he, he go to work every day. He ain't missed a day at work yet. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, right. You know, and I think yeah, he may have had the same kind of problem in his on his side, his mom's side of the family, also, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I mean, me and him are making a change, you know, just by being around each other, you know. For right. The last 15 years. 15 years or whatever, you know what I'm saying? He's been, been with right. me for the last 15 years since what, oh, let's see, about oh, 11. Yeah, he's been with me since about oh, 11. How much ever that add up to? You know? well,
0: that's under 15
1: years, but. Yeah, under 15, but, it. but yeah, but he he' been with me. <clears throat> I never lied to him. I'd always look him straight in his face and tell him the truth.
0: I ain't gonna. I'm not going to lie to him. Well, if you a alive to him, I'd be lying to yourself. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know how we felt when we were alive, when people, when our parents lied to us, they were lying to themselves. Yeah, pretty much. Because we're copies of them, man. They don't get no social to that. We're just different versions. You know, th- they're IBM for MacBook Pros. Yeah. We're both computers, we're just a, a newer version. Yeah. Uh, you know? So. You're right, you no,
1: know, that's what that is, man. Somehow it's got to be reprogrammed,
0: though. Somehow, man. Well, well, that's what we're doing right now. That's that's through evolution. Um, <laughs> naturally through evolution, um, we're getting more brain capacity. We're getting more better health, better this, better that, just through generation. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. So. That, that's all across the board of everything, to even our living, to our thinking, yep. right? Yeah. Um, sometimes it's hard for our parents to want to admit that, just like it sometimes may be hard to say, hey, my kid may be smarter than me. Right? Mm-hmm. No, nah, it can't be because that's I, I'm the parent, they're the child. Nah, they're a new and approved version of you. Yeah. But they have every component to be smarter than you because oh, they're a yeah. version of you. You see
1: what I'm saying? I can I can admit that my son is smarter than me, you know, a lot, a lot of different ways, right. man.
0: mm mm-hmm. Because you know, it's a better version of you.
1: At 23, at 23 right. years old, man, he's doing a lot better than I was at 23. Right. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. Yeah. And that's so. gonna,
1: that's gonna make a difference in that's gonna make a difference in his life compared to you know, the way I'm living now, or the way our family is now or whatever you know by the time he's my age 43 you know he's gonna be you know retired from his job and maybe even have his own home by then and you know living and taking care of his own kids and stuff and doing the right thing just because right no, we, know, we didn't let them. We didn't, we didn't let them at that bad, that bad batch of apples. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm. You know, we chased mm-hmm. them,
1: chase them away from that bad batch of apples. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, that part, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we just got to stay aware of that man and, and educate one another on that man. I think we'll be good, man, because we know what's going on. I mean, I talk to twenty brothers. We all on the same path, man. We're on the same thing, man. Wash, rinse, and dry man. We are, you know, we're cleaning all that shit up, man. You yeah, cause,
1: know, because that that old generation, man, they die, they die hard, man. They they, right. they they take a lot of grief to the graveyard with them too, bro. They they right, they and it's and it's sad that a lot right. a lot of kids wind up finding out. A, about a lot of bad things that happen in their family after they, after they grandparents die or
0: whatever. Oh yeah, well yeah, well that, that's the thing, man. You know because like with well, my family, there's cousins right now, first cousins that I don't, we don't talk to because of the parents, that our parents are beefing, right? Yeah. So that got the first cousins cut out. We're not dealing with each other right now, right? One day we will, <clears throat> but right now it's because. um, the, the hate's involved. Yep. The bidder's involved, which is that generation above us. Mm-hmm. Brown, so they're blocking, you know? I went to uh, one time to go get a job at this place. This was recently, man, you know, because I'm going to get money, man, a hundred thousand different ways, like in Jamaica. Yeah. So, I told, I called Pam up and I said, look, this place is hiring. Little Tyrone's driving. He needs a job. Have him take me down there. I, he can get a job, too. Oh, he ain't gonna get no job. And he's I said, Pam, it takes a village. Let me show my little cousin how to get a job and get some money. Oh, no, nah, that village stuff don't work. I said, it worked for your other child. Well, who, that's, which that's one is our, that? That's,
1: I, our, that's why all the other kids are gone.
0: I said, Deanna, it worked for Deanna. And I and I, I use her as an example why? Um, <clears throat> because Deanna, Nada was around everybody. She was around your mom. she was around my mama, she was around. Um, Keisha's mom, she was around everybody, right? Yeah. That was a village. Yeah. And what happened? is She came out well grounded, and she's good. She's about to graduate with her four year at twenty four, and then she's working on her PhD. She'll have her PhD before she's twenty six, right now. Versus little Tyrone, she kept him away from everybody, and he graduated high school. He don't want to go to. He's not going to college. He doesn't have a job, and she feels like he's not productive enough. And I'm like, well, you're taking away from the village and you're not letting the village help you with him. They don't understand the village.
1: You get, they don't, get, they don't, they don't understand off. the whole village model, though.
0: No, she did. She did once upon a time when she was in a time of need. Because when she had that, when she, when that was in play, when she was coming in and was it her time, she was in need then. So that's when she had utilized everybody. Miss Jackson, my mom, D. everybody played a role because she needed them for something. Right? Yeah. But now she feels like she don't need nobody for nothing so that last child she didn't give him none of them perks that she gave the other child.
1: Isaac and them house y'all stayed right next door my grandmother was around the corner Right. I mean y'all grandmother was right down the street just imagine if everybody still owned those houses over there you know we'd be like a big family. Right. It's sad now that I rock that neighborhood, and I look at you know, all the places where we used to live at, which, is, which are houses that we can't even afford to stay in at now.
0: You would sure. never thought we lived over there. Nobody would ever think that nah, people nah. like us live over there. Nah, nah, because it's beautiful over there.
1: <laughs> it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. Those are nice houses over there, and just think we had, we had a chance once upon a time in our life to have, you know, to be able to live in a nice neighborhood like that and actually, not not to say run it, but the, but actually, you know, be a big family in that neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? You right. Know, Rumble was on the other side, Danny Brown, Brown's name was on the other side, you know what I mean? And everybody got along with each other once upon a time.
0: Right. Yep. No matter which color you was or where you came from. Yep. You know, but when you know, but when gentrification happens, all that changes. Then because it's a racial, it's a racial undertone involved in it. Because it's a change, it's a changing of the groups of people. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So now the new group looks at us like you shouldn't even be over here. I told this one lady I, I was at a at that uh was it's that right next to Bakers, I believe it's a, um it's an AMPM right? Yeah, it's an AMPM. She told me, I ain't never seen you over here because she, she had an attitude, man. And she was talking to me like I, I didn't belong at that store. And I had to tell her, like, I'm from this neighborhood, lady. You know, my family's been over here, long. I know for a fact you're not from over here. But my family's from over here. We grew up over here.
1: Yeah, she, she, she the one that didn't look familiar.
0: Right. And she's telling me, oh, yeah, right. I'm like, oh, yeah, right. You want to see my ID? Oh, but I guess you don't think nobody like me can afford to live over like somewhere over here. Okay, I get it. I know what's going on. You know, so that's what that's what's happening with that. It's a racial undertone with that too, man. You know, and I I kind of see same man that that Trump. That's part of uh, global Trump because his business practices that he put down years ago are being used right now and be a model. To break up families. Um, the break up families over people gaining financial gain and control over areas, Yeah. Over properties. Yep.
1: And um, the government had part of that too. That's why like back in the days, you know, like you had single family homes. They wouldn't even like, say if, say if you live with your mother and then she needed help, she needed to go get welfare or something like that, say for instance. If the man lived in the house, they wouldn't even help her. Now, if the right. man, if the man wasn't there, they'll give her anything she wants. Food stamps, right. You know, money, whatever. It seems it's like they built it. They, they built it. The the up families.
0: You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, it was all about design. Yeah, it was all by design. That was like that, man. You know, because if the man's if the man's down in the household, then that's taken away from the structure and integrity of the family. And what's gonna come next to that generation from that family, you know, because that's the backbone of the family. is really the man, you know. Yeah, that's really the backbone of every family.
1: Pretty much, it, you it, know, it should be. It's supposed, it's supposed to be, but a lot of families, well, it is. A lot of families it don't is. end up that way, though.
0: Yeah, but you know, because that's because the core has been ripped out. You know, yeah. if you if you rip somebody's spinal cord out, they ain't gonna be able to walk.
1: Finest jellyfish.
0: See what I'm saying? So, you know, that's all the game controlling everything else, man. You know, and it's really, it happens every so many years. And it, I don't care where you at in time, it's happened all through time. American it used to be that big, but through zoning, through the purchases, Louisiana purchase and stuff like that, they got control. They got land. They got more property and bigger and expanded. You know, and everybody that was on the side of Louisiana, because that was not for a long time that wasn't a part of America. But through the Louisiana Purchase, which was, I believe, through Thomas Jefferson's time, he's the yeah. one that that ushered that in. Yeah. Everybody that lived over there that was native to that land, to that to Louisiana, man, were destroyed. They were pushed out. You know, they was they was relabeled. You know, moved around, and now they're lost. And well, look at
1: look at the homeless population out here. Look how big it's getting, and i forgot it's getting so unforgotten, forgotten. You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, that's gonna backfire, man. Because you leave people outside too long, and they turn into animals. Because we got away yeah, from because we got away from shitting outside, and. and now that's, that's considered to be unhumane when you go take a shit or use a bathroom outside, right? Well.
1: Got people living at the river bottom. And doing all that, man. And after
0: a minute, you become you become an animal, man. You know, um, once upon a time, we used to shit outside and stuff like that. But that's before we had toilets. That's when we had outhouses yeah. and shit like that. We, we didn't move up from that. And why are we going back to that? You know?
1: Because some kind of backfire, something backfired in the plan, in the planning, man. Mm Mm-hmm. Something backfired in the planning of, you know, when they put America together, you know what I mean? The plans that they had backfired, you know, for everyone at home. It
0: backfired because it was based off of hate, you know, because when they threw that racial, the people with these high IQs, was talking about earlier with the presidents, They were so smart that they just couldn't think about the overall picture that you're only thinking about making it right for one group of people, which is your own people, right? What about everybody else that's around? You see? Oh, they were smart on how they wrote the laws and the system for their people, but not for everybody. Mm -hmm. That's why it's not working.
1: Not getting, seem like it's not getting any better either, man.
0: It's not, you know, because ain't nobody. Not none of our presidents have tackled them issues from yesterday. They have not tackled them not, today yet.
1: Nah, they haven't. They haven't. I mean, they built some shelters and stuff, a couple of shelters downtown, but that's still not. That's, that's not enough. That's not even knocking. That's not. That's not even knocking off a small percentage. That's of not enough, the, man. The homeless population. You know what I'm
0: saying? That's not enough, man. You know for for you to, for somebody to be outside dumpster diving doing everything else that that's will be considered animalistic then there's mental health involved in that and that's one part of our system in America that doesn't get treated properly they try to address it long every time they try to address mental health in, in, in America it's failed in some sort of way um, either uh, male practice, far as like mistreatment of how they treated mentally um, ill people, or how they have not treated them, it has not worked yet so far. They have not found that right system for it to work and be right because people are not doing it to be right. You know, you see these people out here, homeless man. It's a lot of mental health that goes into that. I just walked into a gas station Damn. earlier, and it's late and um, right when I was walking in, the clerk was spraying some spray all through the store. I could see the lady just walked out. Looked like she was real, you know, beat down. And I said, "She must have stink real bad." She said, "Yeah, she stink real bad." And I, she's like, "I don't, I don't get why she don't take showers." It's like that's mental health. And I was like, is "She homeless?" She's like, "No, she's not homeless. She has a home." I said, "Well, that's mental health."
1: But these people, some of these people, man, they got to be part of the, uh, the part of the part of the solution or part of the problem, man.
0: Right. Right and by her saying that but by her saying that I don't know what's wrong with the lady I clearly knew what's wrong with her because anybody that doesn't take a shower uh, every so often uh, that's mental health man when you're not when you're not taking care of your upkeeping when your place is filthy dirty that's depression some stuff going on there you know so um uh, Unless we dress it like that and just don't say, "Oh, they're just homeless to be homeless," or "This dude just did something like this and we put him in prison," and really should have went to get some mental help, then we're not going to be able to fix it, man. We got it. We're not addressing things accordingly.
1: Oh yeah, a lot of people that uh, that should be getting mental help, they throwing them in the penitentiary. Right. Right. Right.
0: And,
1: and that doesn't that doesn't fix the problem actually.
0: Right. No no man. Last time my brother it only, make,
1: it only makes it worse it only makes it worse,
0: you know what I mean? Every every time they called me last time my brother went and I said, Look, man, y'all give my brother some help. He has mental issues. Get him with a doctor. You know, get him some help. He's not a criminal. You know.
1: People people might have thought that I was wrong, you know, the little incident that you and your brother got into and he ended up going to jail. You know what I'm saying? i seen that as helping them out because you keep sending them to the pen and not fixing the problem. You know what I'm saying? Anybody
0: that thought that was wrong is because they was wrong. I had people tell me, you should have did this, you should have killed your brother, you should have fucked him up. I said, for what? Listen, man, the man needs help. That's not going to do nothing. Now, I give my life for his life, right? I give my life for what I got going on for his life, and that's not a solution to the problem. Cause now mine are left without their father.
1: Yeah, and maybe you should, maybe you can sit down with Carl one day and actually, you know, talk. Cause Carl's not a stupid person, though, man. He, he's really he kinda intelli- he's no, kind of intelligent. He's kind of an intelligent. He got a high
0: IQ. I can not sit down and talk with Carl, but see, like most most are, like my brother don't. He won't ever talk to him. My sister, she'll deal with him from afar. I I'm, I'm hands on with him. I won't. I, we sit down and talk and all that. I'm not scared of you. I know what you have going on is mental, man. I've been saying that from day one, you know? Yeah. So I know certain things that agitate him that may uh, not agitate him, certain things that may uh, uh, cool him down or may not to a certain degree. And sometimes it may work or sometimes it may not work, right? But I know what I'm dealing with. To a certain degree, right? Yeah. Um. Right in the there, man, it's like I have to deal with him a certain way, man. I can't deal with him with the same force he tries to deal with me because it won't work. If I if he tries to tag me and I tag him back, it's not going to work.
1: Yeah, you just basically you just basically destroying the problem.
0: Yeah, you are defeating the purpose of what you're trying to accomplish.
1: That's what I meant to say.
0: Yeah, problem. Yeah, and that's why I told him last time so I said I'm not gonna fight you. He, he looked at me like for real. Yeah, for what? You know that that'd be a joke.
1: Yeah, well we're gonna hurt we're gonna hurt each other, and damn the problem still don't get fixed.
0: Right. That's that's not no that's not no solution anymore.
1: Let's sit down. Let's sit down and try to figure out what the problem is. Even right. Even if we have to talk back twenty years, twenty five years, that is back there somewhere. And then a lot of times that can fix the problem, man. If you can just go back and see, okay, grandma was mean to you for this, this certain reason. And, this, for, and for that reason, that's why mom and you don't get along. Okay, and that's why auntie and such and such don't get along. It can make you relationship actually a little bit better, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, but, well, you know, I just think, you know, in the day it's really gonna take other forces like my mom and other things for that to happen however, you know, and it may not ever happen, man, because Roger killed, you know, Roger and Zap, one of them killed each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kane killed Abel. Uh did going go on down the line, man. The brothers. Man, time, hey, when, man, hey, when you
1: think, when you uh, think like something, when you think, you know, when you, you said Roger and Zap, that just lets you right. know how deep a problem could actually be within a family, man, like, when it comes down to you actually having to kill your own brother, you know what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm. Look, <laughs> like at, uh, look, at, somebody, look at uh, look at
1: look when you kill somebody, you can't fix the problem anymore.
0: No, nah, look at Big Face in, in the game. Yeah, you know. You, you,
1: did you hear that song he just made about him? Man, sleep. Man, sleep was talking about that last night. He was he was saying like, man, they brothers, they brothers, they should be. They should leave that stuff nah. off the radio, man. They should, they should Nah, talk.
0: but nah, this is it's it's something that's it's bigger than a radio, it's bigger than music, it's a it's a um it's a spiritual issue. It's a one sided
1: it's a one sided problem. No, it's a, it's a, okay, nah, say it's a game, spiritual say, say the game make a song with his fan base, eighty percent of the people are gonna hear it. Now game brother makes a song, he don't have a fan base.
0: Well, that's what, that's what, that's what, that's what, Cain, that's what Cain did to Abel. He slew, he slew his blood onto the concrete, and people misinterpret that scripture in the Bible and took it as Cain killed Abel physically, but no, what he did was he humiliated him in, amongst the people in the village, right? Yeah. He shunned his brother amongst people, right? hmm and, that, and that's what Cain did with his brother. However... Um, this is something that's been going on since Cain and Abel. You know, we're talking about this is the beginning of time, man. Of man, you know, so it's bigger than the music, it's bigger than the, anything that's material or spiritual. You know, and it's it's the old saying, um, it's not about flesh and blood, but about principalities.
1: Yeah. yeah, I guess so. I, I guess that's the way to look at it too, man.
0: No, it's about principalities, man. They're two different individuals that got the same father, right? Yeah. But for some reason, one of them, one of them is wrong. I, I'm tell you what. I, I, I don't know I, much about their beef. I'm gonna tell you. I don't what, man, I'm tell you what happened. I, I don't. But hold on. I don't know much about their beef. I just read one thing recently from that song that he just did. But I'm gonna say from that song, I'm gonna say this. I think that the game is wrong.
1: I, I believe you're wrong too. I believe he's wrong too for bringing they bringing they uh, bringing they pro- inside problems on the outside.
0: No, no, not the problems. No, not the problems. I'm talking about the person that's that's wrong the situation from the start of it all. I believe it's the game.
1: I believe uh, I believe when you have a when you have a family problem, you need to sit down in the kitchen at the kitchen table and and talk about it, not bring it into the street so
0: everybody all the neighbors can hear about it. And, and then I don't know who's who's older or younger because I may be wrong who's older or younger in that situation. Game's, young.
1: Game's younger.
0: His brother's wrong.
1: Nah, you, you know what it is. You know that you know what I think no, you know no, what no, I think no, it is.
0: No, no, It's right through. You tell me Game's a baby brother. I'm going to tell you why. Game the got first,
1: Game got rich first. That's what happened
0: and he, no, he, no, no, no. The first it. Hold on. The first is the last and the last is the first. So how it works is this. There's a lot more weight than people realize on the youngest brothers in the family. I'm the youngest one. Carl's Kane. When he got out of prison, he he changed his rap name from Catastrophic, which was a bullshit rap name, because Catastrophic, that's nothing but destruction, to the son of Kane. He changed his rap name to the son of Kane, right? Mm. And this ain't my... I'm not the older brother. He's the older brother. Each one, teach one. Mm. We're sponges when we're kids, right? Yep. And, we're supposed to be. And, and the bro- little brothers post the little brothers always tell behind the big brothers, no matter what they were doing. Yeah. So by you just telling me, games a young. He's a little brother. It's not even though he didn't has success in his career. That's not who. That's not who's wrong. Let me let me let me take that back. He's games not wrong. He's been saving his life. His brother, Big things is wrong.
1: Well, that's one way to look at it. No, let me let me let me let me try to explain a different way. I think this. Now, when Game was first rapping, his brother helped him put out his little mixtapes and stuff and you know, he didn't have that big fan base as he did when he got with Dr. Dre. Right. Now, Game's brother, he invested everything that he had into the game, you know what I'm saying, when they first when he first started rapping. Now, with the money that he probably used out of his pocket, Dr. Dre ended up hearing one of those demos. Now he felt he felt like he come, you know, he come home and say, "Oh, we rich now. We rich now." You no, know, Dr. Dre heard my Dr. Dre heard my song. I, I'm, I'm about to get pit on. Now, now you looking at the game's brother? He's thinking that he's old a cut out of it or something.
0: Nah, he he put more work into his career than that, man. The game actually was in, he was in um, contests. He actually went up to up north and got assistance from JT, the big figure, and he did his first project. And Drave got wind of it.
1: Oh yeah, but be, yeah, but be, before that, the game's brother was helping to do all that stuff here. That's how he got discovered in San Francisco from the mixtapes that he was doing right. here that his brother put
0: together. Right, and and then not to mention this though. There's nothing new under the sun, right? Everything has always been done before, right? And that's why I'm gonna keep yeah. going back to Cain and Abel. Cain was older than Abel. That's the manuscript right there. That's that's the history of brothers right there. That's that's why that story is so significant because you have two brothers, one's older, one's younger, and one killed the other brother. Mm. Right? Yeah. And through time, I've seen it that it's more, it's always the older brothers that shun the younger brothers. Because as the old, younger brothers are coming into their self, the older brothers are going out of their self. They're going out of time. Mm. They're just getting started. As as the older brothers wrapping up his show, the younger brothers just now, he's just coming up to the stage to start his show.
1: Yeah. That's true, but what what would what would all that be without money? Without the, all the money that he made, you think they would? You think they'd be yeah. having to? You think Being they'd be having?
0: Season. We made no be, money. You, yeah, you think they?
1: You think they'd be having this worldwide? It's, this is a
0: this man.
1: City problem.
0: Listen man, if I, I get discussed
1: on, world, if, being discussed worldwide, bro. They, if
0: they I was know. to get on today, if I was to get on today with my music, that would be the same story with me and Carl, man. That would be the same story with me and my brother. No, it would be. They both deal with music. It'd be the same, it'll be the same story, man. Even Roger and Zach. The older one is the one that killed the, the younger one.
1: You see, I'd like to know that. I i I'd like to know the problems behind that death, man. Zapp and Roger, like, what made him kill his own little brother? I'm gonna, I wonder if it was any copyrights. Maybe it was some copyrights involved with it and stuff. Like, as you know how they say that one of the like one of the Beatles, he owns most of the copyrights and he makes all a lot of the money off of the touring and stuff like that. And, uh, and they say most of the other ones are uh, poor or whatever. You know what I'm saying? They're not really doing so good.
0: Well, it was one one. It was just jealousy. It was stuff they've been they've battling since they was they were children. You know, like me and Carl. You know, it, me and my brother. It wouldn't be issues from today. It would be issues from yesterday. It would be things that we always been dealing with our whole life. You see what I mean? We always had issues between us. He's always had issues with me from when we were little. It's just and we, as we got older, the issues have not went away because we, we got two different spirits we, we're governed by. Yeah, we got two different principles. That means if I was inherit money, I will I, there was things I would do, laws I will have that he wouldn't have. There would be things I would do he wouldn't do. At the same time, if it was his, if if he if the shoe was on the other foot. And he was running the money, and had to, had the opportunity to change lives or do anything different. Um, he would govern things under his laws and his principalities, which probably, probably screw
1: off. And you probably screw off all the money. And blame it on
0: whatever. No, whatever it may be. I'm just saying his laws won't be my laws. He may yeah. go out and do dumb shit and, and create fifty more bad seeds in the world. I might go and do some righteous shit and put fifty more good seeds in the world people that ain't contaminated, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That don't want to go out and and kill other people and cause destruction because my name ain't catastrophic. I ain't never went by nothing that that stood for destruction. Yeah, you got a point. You see? So it's it's principalities of man is is what drives them apart. When they mention Jesus, they don't mention his brother. People don't even know if he had a brother.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. But for the for the fans, for the fans' sake, I mean, how do you fix the problem though? Like, you know, step by step, how do you fix the problem? You
0: what do you fans? mean for the fans? For the people that buying the music, that's listening.
1: It's yeah, bigger. The, well, the people that's actually listening to us talk right now, and you know, they may be going through the same problems in their life, and they're trying to figure out how to fix the same problem. How do you? Well, you know. At, at what point? How do you how do you fix the problem when it's this when it's this late in the game already? When it's already well, it's already late, in
0: the it's already. It's spiritual. You can't fix it. It's just the way that that God made it to be. You know, uh, two nations were born out of the same womb: one of heaven and one of hell. You know, that, that's all it is. Yeah, that's true. You got, you got two different nations that are born. Um, siblings are not, they're not the same. There's nobody that's the same. You know, even twins don't have the same uh, fingerprints. They're not. Even identical twins ain't identically the same. Yeah, that's true. You know, so that's something that's out of man's reach. And that's something that's in in, in in God's hands and power that's bigger than us it has nothing to do. With so you saying, so
1: saying that? So in some families, that's just going to happen. It's just it's just bound to happen in some families. Yep.
0: Yep. Yep. Because it could have been generational. Like for instance, um, my granddaddy on my father's side was actually killed over over his over his little brother. Right? Yeah. He was stabbed up in a bar over a situation that had nothing to do with him. They say it had something to do with his little brother. Damn. So, sometimes things are generational that come and it just carries on. Like, them two brothers might have had beef that we didn't know about. Damn. There's always been something with my, my Uncle Lee, man. My pops liked him, but I didn't really care for him. So it's like okay well how was himmy and my granddaddy's relationship they were brothers they may not have seen eye to eye and got along and if that's the case that explains why me and my brother don't get along mm. they say that these they, they say that these curses that are generational sometimes go down to the third or fourth generation in the family they can go down to three to four generations out in the family on and, the man side,
1: and you think they're unfixable?
0: Uh, yep. I think through time. I think through time. They, they're they they. I think through time, it could change for the next generation. But for my generation, me and Carl won't probably ever be cool. Me and my brother probably won't ever be cool in life. You know why? Because if I say that we are, it may cost one of us our life.
1: Yes, yeah, that's, that's a sad way to look at it, man.
0: You know, that's in the, in, like I heard Game when he said certain things. I see that, man. I would have to not deal with my brother to save my life. Because at this point in time, it's not about your life. If I know my life is at risk, it's about my life and I have to do what I need to do to protect my life. And if I I do not deal with you, even though you're my blood, I won't deal with you.
1: You know what? I think the game's brother, the the game's brother's doing right now too. You know, game got that lawsuit going on right now. That that lady, that that female on uh, that did the little love and hip hop thing. She uh, ended up suing him for $7 million and, and won in court. She ended up winning in court. The only reason she won is because he was on tour and didn't show up. Oh, if he did, if he did have had a lawyer there to represent him, he could have beat that case. But right. know, just by him not, not showing up.
0: She won by default. Right?
1: She won by default. And I think the gang's brother is on the sideline cheerleading now. Know when you got hate in the family, it's like somebody sitting back waiting for you for your downfall. And I think that's what it is. I think his brother's sitting there cheerleading now. Nah, nah, Mm -hmm. nah, nah. nah. That's what you get. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, sitting back and and thinking thinking that he's hurting the game by you know pointing out his downfalls, but really it's really not hurting him. he's still, well, I don't know, man. Seven million I dollars. Don't, I don't know how. I don't know where game stands as far as money. You know what I mean? That might be just some chump change. You know what I mean? But that could be enough to break somebody to where shit. It could send them back to poverty. You know what I'm saying?
0: You Seven know? million. Seven million.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but man, that's a lot of money, man.
0: You know, I don't. I don't. You know, I they don't follow too much of his career or stuff like that or him as a person. Um, I girl, just the know girl for,
1: the girl won. The girl in court, though, man.
0: Yeah, I, I heard man. about that, but I, I I just know though as as a as what the universe is been through and what it showed me. The I heard him out
1: say. I heard him say in the interview that man, I've been sued several times, and nobody's ever got a penny out of me. Even when, right. when they say when Forty Glock sued him, Forty Glock didn't get no money out of him. Right, and this is what I think that he's doing. I think that what's his, what's his manager name?
0: WAC one hundred.
1: Whack one hundred. I think what he's doing is they pit they pit all of their belongings. They pit all of their belongings until uh, you know how when you own a company you can you can um, let's see you can sign up for LLC, which turns your turns all of your owning things that you own until a business name, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think when that's what, I, I, I I think think that's what they're doing. I think that he's, you know, all of the things that he owned is being pit in WAC 100's name under the LLC. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, he, he's going to file bankruptcy and it's going to be like, you know, the, she's going to be demanding the judge to get the $7 million out of him and he's going to be like, we filed bankruptcy, we ain't got nothing right. Remember, they remember, right. remember a couple of years ago, uh, who somebody tried to sue 50 Cent and he did the same thing. I think his baby mama tried to sue him,
0: yeah. But they she went up, she tried to go after the company, right? But the thing how it works with being sued is if the company doesn't have that much money in, in the account, you they can't go after your personal. So when it was attacking 50, he shifted on them. And he put everything on his company as that is personal. You know what and, I mean? And
1: you know what? You know what? Uh, somebody else was telling me that that people do uh, with situations like that too. Like I heard Shug Knight did it too. I heard when you know around the time when everybody was suing Shug Knight, what he did was he filed bankruptcy. Now, when you file bankruptcy, he went to court, and the judge, the judge can say, okay. You owe this person seven million, you owe this person hundred something million. But the account says you don't have any money in it. So mm-hmm. what do you do about it? <laughs> All right, g I'll start a payment plan. I'll give you a dollar a month then. To go toward the money that I owed you. You know right. what I mean? And I right. think and I think that's how I think that's how they they do it. You know, especially after you file bankruptcy, they're not allowed to they're not allowed to um, go into any of your funds or anything, especially if you got your company under LLC or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And, and a lot that's what, That's and that's what Shug Knight did. They said, uh, uh, "What's his name? Um, Harry O's wife sued him, and supposed he got was supposed to sue him for a certain amount of money." And at the time, he pretty much lost the company. So it's like, all right, you you get the lawsuit, but there's no money in the account. Right. So the judge says, well, you have to pay this person. Okay, I'll pay him. I'll make payments toward it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And they can't make Mm -hmm. you. They can't make you just give somebody $7 million. So all they can do is start a payment plan. Right. What what are you willing to pay a month? Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, I got this bill and that bill and this bill. I'm only allowed, I'm only going to be able to pay you $200 $200 a month. You know what I'm saying? Just by winning a lawsuit, that doesn't always mean that that person's life's going to be changed. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be rich now or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, that's just that's just weird, man. How uh, how the, how they sued how old girls sued Game, and most of the people on the show said that that girl's crazy. They said that she's fifty one fifty. They say Game's actually trying to sue the lady the lady that um, that owns the Love and Hip Hop na- uh, name or whatever. The what's her name, Mona Scott or whatever. Yeah, I don't know nothing about, about that show like that, man. They said that you, don't he's, trying to, he's trying to sue her because, like, you allowed this crazy lady to come in here and and destroy the whole, you no, know, the whole company or whatever. You know what I mean? And now she's mm-hmm. suing me, so they say the, game, the game's trying to sue her now. You know what I'm saying? Because right. Bozy, the girl, is 50, really fifty-one fifty. And the thing, right, and the right, thing right. about, a, and the thing about a lawyer. That's what's so dirty about a lawyer. If they feel like they got a case and they can make money off you, they'll take it, even if they know that you're wrong. That's what's so bad about uh, lawyers. Yeah, no
0: doubt, no doubt. Yeah, you know they sharks. Yeah, no, that's yeah. you know, that's, that's
1: kind of wrong, man. man. Definitely sharks. Yep. Yeah. Darks in the water, man. They can smell that blood from a mile away. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it gets to the point nowadays, man, uh, if somebody get rich, man, you got to damn near move out of state or something like that, man, to prevent your own family from trying to hate you to hate on, from trying to hate on you or whatever. Just think yeah. how much hate is in, in the, the, the game and his brother. A lot of that... A lot of that hate in their family is through money. You know what I'm
0: saying? Uh nah, I think they always been at war with each other, man. Yeah, but the money, the money
1: magnified it though. If he didn't have no money, it would it, what would it have came to? It would have came. issues business, we ain't got money. Right?
0: It would still been some underlying issues and some other line hate man. You know. Yeah, that was, just yeah, the money the money magnified it. However, it, the issues were there before the money. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah, but at the end of the oh. day, at the, end of the day, brothers, we, at the end of the day, at the, day, we, at the end of the day, I know each other, man. I, I met them, yeah. I know so. that really you stay to honor one another, man. You know, and, and they got a profound love for one another, yeah. You know? So,
1: but there's always, there's always that, there's always that one, you know, yeah, there, I, I've known brothers like that too, but there's always that one bone in the, in the closet. There's one simple problem. It, it may not even be, it may not be brought out in the public or nothing. But there's one simple problem always in every family relationship. You know what I mean? Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Let me. You know me. and My brother got along good, but right. But, you know, shit. No, there. But when we fought, we fought like cats and dogs. We damn near tried to kill each other. You know what I'm saying, right. and that's and that's through like 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 you were saying like through Cain and Abel, Cain you know tried to kill Abel or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's like oh, he the killed, love, is, the love is so deep. The love is so deep it's where like I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt you so bad. I'm gonna kill you. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. It's great though. Yo. Yeah, man, was well, a lot of stuff going on, man. What you think about the people coming up missing, man?
1: Coming up missing from
0: where? All over America right now, man. A lot of, a lot of women, a lot of children. Um, I'm gonna tell
1: you what I think, man. Um, me and this girl, this girl I know down the street, man. You know, um, we was talking about. I don't know if you remember, I think about it a little bit over a year ago, man. There was a girl that had that. It went to a party at a hotel out there in Chicago.
0: Chicago, yeah, Chicago, yeah. Her friend tricked her to come down
1: there. Yeah, and then friend tricked her to come to the party, and they ended up finding her body in the freezer the next day. Right. You know what I'm saying? But they were saying... That that same hotel, the people that own that uh, hotel, they own marjoraries too. Now, Mm -hmm. if you can kind of understand, you know, the comparison, body parts are being sold out there, you know what I'm saying? You know, somebody need a kidney and they rich, they'll pay for it. Or the insurance will pay for it even better, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So... I don't know. That could be that could be a reason right there. Cause I don't see why a body was uh, would just come up. So many so many bodies would come up missing at a time, at a time like this. You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, yeah, cause you could get more for body parts than actually selling like, a whole person.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was like breaking down a car. You know what I'm saying? That's how that's how junkyards get paid. Right. It's, it's like. I could take this car to the junkyard and sell it for 125 dollars and what the junkyard are gonna do they're gonna break that car down and they're gonna make they're gonna make 18 to two thousand dollars off of parts you know what I'm saying same thing with body parts you got people you got people waiting on a kidney list you know what I'm saying especially people that's been drinking their whole life and they need a new kidney and they may have damn good insurance and the insurance will probably pay uh, $400,000 for a kidney or something like that. You know what I'm saying? It's money hitting, You know what I mean? Money involved. You hear me? Hello?
0: Yeah, I'm here. I was just looking up that girl. I was looking up that girl in Chicago. Her name was and it happened a year ago.
1: What it, what what? This their name was.
0: Tanika Jenkins. I think I'm saying it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're um, right. You're right. And it happened. It happened a year ago. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're definitely right. So you know, rest in peace to her, man. Because I, I, you know, when I heard about that, man, it was real tragic. It was like, you know, that was real, real foul underplay shit. Man, I, I didn't like that story, man. I you like, know,
1: it, but you know, the sad part about man. situations like that, people protest about it up to about a year, then it's forgotten about. Right. They'll wear wear rest in peace shirts and, you know, we miss you Shanika and all this stuff after about two years.
0: With a K, Kanika.
1: Yeah. After uh, after two years, she's forgotten about, you know what I'm saying?
0: Right. Uh, And, you know, you know, she's not going to be forgotten about, man. You know, because when it comes down to it, it's going to lead back to that's what it was. You know, about body parts and everything well, it else. Does, it I don't
1: mean, even have to be forgotten about. It'll get to the point where nobody even speaks about it no more because something else will happen.
0: Right. You know what I'm saying? So, she may be one of the first that we know about commercially. That was That's what that was about. Because um, they're getting money for people's body parts. I mean... Uh, one of my one of my family members that lived in Milwaukee, um, Henrietta Moore, yeah. she actually went in to get gastric bypass surgery, uh-huh. and uh, she said when she got up to her room, you know after the surgery, she was in so much pain, she was sitting there bleeding everywhere. She said the lady, the girl that came in there to change her linen, you know her her and everything else, um, had Down syndrome, right. right. Take this out, but she could still work, so she was not a severe case of Down syndrome. But this is the thing. She seen something wasn't right with Henrietta called the called the ambulance on the hospital. Right? Yeah, hey, that's weird. No, it saved her life. Ambulance came, yeah. got her, seeing that she wasn't she wasn't in, in her right condition, that she should have been coming out of surgery. They took her over to so that's, another that's, hospital. That's weird,
1: but that's weird that the hospital didn't recognize that, though. You know no,
0: for a reason. I'm going to tell you why. They got her to another hospital named Paul Freighter. She had over a $9 million lawsuit uh, with the hospital that did the gas, with the doctor that did the gastric bypass surgery. What they found out was he put her her initial, his initials on her kidneys. Wow. You know why he put his initials on her kidneys? Because he didn't plan on her living, and she was going to die, he was going to sell her body parts. Wow, you see, so man. she, yeah, she, 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 she's suing him for a million dollars for each kid she had in life. So her many, her loss was like eight or nine million dollars. You know, this is before I moved out of Milwaukee. She was still going through her lawsuit. Damn,
1: that's crazy, man. You know. um, Keisha, I'm, Keisha was telling me that um, when when her son got shot I guess they, t- he, they took him to Riverside General or something like that and uh, I, he had a surgery or whatever to fix his bullet wound or whatever but they said something about the doctor left uh, left uh, some kind of instrument inside of his body on accident and they wondered why it kept getting infected so they went back in there and they found they found one of the one of the instruments that you know that was used to, to fix the you know one of the, one of the um, the doctor's uh, tools or whatever was they found in his body or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? I told her, man, you got a lawsuit, you just gotta stick to it. Cause if they didn't fix that, they that they would have never been able to fix that infection. Because I guess he kept getting, he kept on getting infections and stuff or whatever, you know what I mean. But but if, uh, if they would have never, you know, if they would have never found that out, man, that kid could have ended up dying because you know, the the infection would have never got better. Yeah. Once they once they took him to the other hospital the other hospital found the instrument in them or
0: whatever. They probably left you know, to do them was... them on purpose for them to die from a face and come back to that same hospital that caused did and then they sell so his parts. They can,
1: so they can do them like a junkyard. Mm-hmm. Part
0: them out. Man, man that's Look, some crazy shit. Well, that's, what, that's what's happening with people that are being parted out, man, for the money. get scrapped out it like
1: they make the car. It, kind of it kind of make you wonder if something, something like that would happen in a small city like Riverside. You know what I'm saying?
0: Um, not necessarily, but like a place like Vegas, Chicago, Houston, where it's a lot of traffic flow of people, with what will happen uh, more often.
1: You just never, you just never know though, man. You know, there's a lot of things going on, man. Like I was talking to one of my buddies, man, and he was telling me that, uh, man, I to start going to some of these city council meetings and seeing some of the plans that uh, you know some of the some of the elders that live in Riverside. You know, you see, start seeing some of the actual plans that they have for the city. You know, you will see, it, you see, it like man, you you wouldn't believe the prejudice that you'll see there. You know, and and you know, people speak their mind there, and you know, saying like we you no, know, we don't want. We don't want the the blacks there. You know. we want the city for our kids and shit or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Which is Black. which
0: is crazy because I, I found this book in my grandma's garage from uh in the bush. The book was put out in, in ninety nineteen ninety exactly, and it said the next the next uh it was the book was about plans for Riverside for the next twenty years for uh, whites and blacks from Riverside. Mm-hmm. And it showed all the original pioneers of the white families of Riverside and the black pioneers. And my grandma... And the Tavilanes Tevel- uh, are one of the first yeah. families here, too. So they were one of them, but then, check this out. The man that my grandma married, his family was one of the first, too. They had a a, a pig farm. Stokes. So they were in the book, and they were recognized for having this pig farm. And they were, you know, pioneers. They had They actually had their first farm in, like, 1903. Wow So they recognized them And at that time It was about blacks and whites Because it wasn't that many It wasn't as many Hispanics It was Hispanics always there But not as many Yeah If you take a street like Evans Evans Street Every other home Was a black resident Yeah Every 20 black homes On Evans Street uh, Probably two or three Were Hispanic homes Yeah Now there's no black homes On Evans Street and they're all Hispanic homes. Shit, so
1: basically, we going through a black flight right now. Pretty much, not even, not even being like forced out, but it's like pretty much black flight. You know what I mean?
0: Because well, yeah,
1: because people can't afford to stay in that area no more.
0: You know? What right. I mean? So, they, so they left. The, we lost. The, they, they, we lost the position of of having people in, in play in certain um, in certain positions to make things happen, right? So when you go to these council meetings, yeah, of course they're going to say they don't want the blacks there no more because there's nobody there to represent them. These communities are at these council meetings as a standing member on the council. Yeah. You see? Once upon a time, it was uh, we don't want no Mexicans over here. And that's what the blacks and the whites saying that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now,
1: Now they're overpopulated.
0: Now it's the whites and the Mexicans saying that about the blacks too, so you know, and that's all it is, man. And the thing is, is that that's not going to work, um, because it's going to be something else after that culture of people. You know, what I mean, they're the new version of us. What we went through in America, they're going through right now.
1: It's like every it's like every era, the 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 blame gets pointed at somebody different,
0: another group of people. Yeah, they become the problem. They become the, the, you know, we're gonna play, put the blame on them, like you said. So, you know, that's all it is, man. We just gotta be aware of that and move through that. So I don't, I don't hate on people for, for being another culture or anything like that. Especially not, not our cousins, you know. But I know the blacks and Mexicans are are related to one another more than what we think. Yeah. Um, just as much as they're they may have Spain in their blood. They're, they're African in their blood too. Um, hey, what so, do you
1: what do you think? What do you think about you know, people saying like the, the the white folks tried to make the uh, to make the Indians disappear? You know what I'm saying? They tried to. Um...
0: Well, they did make us disappear. You know, I, I'm more. You know, my family's more dangerous than anything else. My 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 grandma's um, mother was half was half Indian. Uh her, her mother was Blackfoot and her father was German. And then my dad his his mom was uh was half Choctaw, um, out of Mississippi Valley.
1: So they would they would rather they would rather make them disappear than pay them the money that they owe. All...
0: Right, you know. Well, Mississippi Valley used to be in between uh, over there to the side of Mississippi, going by Oklahoma. They, they, they took the land out of out the natives, the indigenous people out of Mississippi Valley, and moved them over to Oklahoma, rezoned them, and it changed their name and made them become Cherokee Indians. Um, so most Chocataws, most Cherokees were Choctaw. And, and they're distinctive. Penal, it's called penotypes um, high cheekbones, slanted eyes. You see, my brother got them Asian eyes too. He looked like a Chinese by the eyes, right? I got high cheekbones. That comes from my, my father's mother. Mm. That's her, my, my grandmother, my dad's mom had high cheekbones and slanted eyes. That's because her she was half chocolate sauce.
1: And the, the Indians used to have. Well, I think they still do, man. They, I think they, especially since they got the Indian school here in
0: Riverside. They she wanted my dad them to go there. She I wanted they. They opted out of going there, but they they had enough Indian blood in their blood to go to, to the to the native school over there, and uh, they didn't want to go. Uh, but she yeah. went to an Indian school. She didn't go to a regular school. Yeah, so she went. She wanted the same experience for them, so they knew part of their culture. But you know, nah, we're black. We're black. We, you know, they didn't pick up on it. Um, they talked about it, but they didn't. They didn't practice that. Yeah, uh, that, they, that's definitely
1: something. You know, when you when you uh, when you miss out on keeping your family their real roots, man, you're missing out on them a lot, man.
0: So, like a lot of Indies you see today. They're really the five-dollar Indian, and they're not the true Indian of, of the true natives, indigenous people of this land. Um, most of the ones that we consider to be Indian, uh, they were paid to call themselves that. That's where the term five-dollar Indian came from. They were they were paid a, 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 a silver shilling. So they were they were,
1: paid, they were basically paid to keep their mouth closed. Like look,
0: five dollars worth of silver. Five dollars worth of silver, because at that time they didn't have dollars. They had silver. So they gave them silver for to go form councils in America. Prior to that, they were they were coming through. Uh, they were in Norway, Siberia, and Canada. And they came through Canada. They came through Norway, down through Siberia, down through Canada, and then to America, Well, them were Genghis times people out of Asia. Uh, I didn't know that. Right. So that's why you had Indians that look white, and you have Indians that are dark right yeah um, they they people knew it would be easier to populate through procreation and through force of slavery so a, a lot of immigrants and settlers that came to America it was easier for them to kill out the men and the boys in the village and just have kids with the women and get numbers that way. And that's what, that's what happened with a lot of them. Um, there's one story, Pocahontas, she was kidnapped and took him off her land. And uh, they renamed her and called her Rebecca. And she was kidnapped by a French guy. And she even went back to France, came back to America. The Indians were mad about that. That's kind of some sick shit right there, man. Yeah, this is, look up the story of Pocahontas. And how they renamed her called her Rebecca. They, her, her American name became her, her European name became Rebecca.
1: Now that, right? Via that, yeah, the story I seen, uh, what's it on the Discovery Channel? It was, it was on one of those channels, man. It, it was about this um, this girl that came up missing, man. She, you know, when she was young. She came up missing, and um, you no, know, for years, you no, know, nobody knew where she was, so. I guess um, one day something had happened at this house, like a fire or something started at this house, or something something happened to where the ambulance and the fire department had to come to this house and come to find out the girl that was missing for all of those years was staying at this uh, guy's house. He done got her pregnant. She got three kids. He, uh, he got three kids by her that you know and got got her living like in like a shack on the side of the you know, side of the house come to find out you know all those years that's where she was at you know what I'm saying and his and his wife I think they took her to jail too because she knew about it
0: you know what I'm saying right and you know so now I mean, you know there's a lot of that that happened in America that we don't even know about you know that guy that kidnapped them three girls had him in the house and the uh and he ended up going out one day and she got one of the neighbors attention and they ran over there and broke the door down and got the three girls out. So it was three girls and a kid. And one of the girls he was using to get pregnant. The other two he was using as copybod, you know? Great. Uh, but what kind of what, there's, there's what kind of that. people think that way though man?
1: It's like caveman type people.
0: Demons, demons, hey, like cave, cave people. You know what I'm saying? Nah, just demons, man. People that are not of, of God. God, are just pure hell. It's crazy. Man. You know? born of heaven? or you born in hell? Either you know? And then just what it is. Yeah. I don't see it in no other way.
1: That 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 kind of stuff doesn't happen in the black community, dog. It doesn't. Never has. Not that
0: I. Well, no, no, there's things that happen. There's things, I, I do a lot of reading and there's things that happen. There's this like girl that... that like,
1: like somebody being kidnapped and kept at a house?
0: Yeah, there's this girl that she just got 34 years for not feed, for locking her 10-year-old daughter up and not feeding her. And they, uh, she had been doing this for a long time. So when she got caught for this shit, they gave her 34 years for that. That's pure deep evilness, man. You gonna lock your kid up and not feed them. I mean, that's that's evil. Crazy, bro. You know, this is a black girl, man. Right? Yeah, that's crazy. What was that? Who, this what was just happening here? Dogs don't even treat they
1: dogs don't even treat they puppies that bad, man. Uh, right. That's that's just crazy,
0: man. Yeah, man. We in, in some crazy
1: times, bro. When you, when you start looking at, when you start looking at some of these stories and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Some of the things that happened in the past, man. You start looking at, you start putting some of these stories together, man. And we living in some messed up times, you know. They just dressed up to make look normal, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. I hope for a change I hope for a change though man At least for our kids You know what I'm saying That's why man I be you know I be on my son's I be on my son's ass man He be He be at work every day You know what I'm saying I wanna you know You know I I come from a family That pretty much You know everybody hustled. You know what I'm saying you know, my uncles, you no know, my mom hustled, you no, know, she knew how to assist him and my uncle, he sold drugs, but smoke. you know, he did drugs, whatever. I don't want my son I don't want my son to pick up none of those bad habits, man. I want him to be a hard working a hard working a hard working black man you knows the be able to have some say so in this community because he worked hard enough to be able to say he paid taxes to say something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know he's in the process. You know he's been, you know he's been at his business. He's been at his little job for a minute. But you know, mm-hmm. I was I was telling him and I was telling uh, him and Shamar like, look, man, you yeah, I've been working for that dealership. All right, Barron, you been at that dealership for over a year now you done mastered pretty much mastered on uh, how to detail a car Shamar's, getting, Shamar's about halfway there I told him niggas man look y'all should start buying putting, the money, putting money together and buying the equipment to, to start your own detailing company even if you could do it on the weekends you know what I'm saying Right, you, know, you can do that shit. Do that on the weekend. You know what I mean. You have enough. Like you know, it start off to where you may, you know, it may start off slow. You know, you may have you know, a couple of cars on the weekend, but it can get to the point where you have four trucks, four or five trucks, and you sending them out with employees every weekend. You know what I mean? And there's money coming mm-hmm. in, and you just pay everybody. And you know, you got your own business, you know what I'm saying? And you can still keep your job working for the dealership during the week. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, you know, they was like, Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a good idea. You know what I'm saying? That's what John that's what John did, pretty much. John yeah. skill. Yeah. You no, know, he was he was working he was working for a company that did concrete surfacing. You know, like that fancy bricking, like the fancy brick stuff that they that they have around pools and stuff, or, you know, you mm. may have like a man cave that got like that fancy bricking on the inside, and he started off at a company digging ditches and stuff, he started off at a company like that, like digging up dirt, digging holes and stuff, and man, he owns his own company now, dog, he, and he's probably right. making... Probably making about two hundred grand a year now. If it would have been more. It would have been mm-hmm. more, but he ended up moving to Virginia, and his he he was gonna leave Andy the business out here. He was gonna leave Andy the business pretty much like. I mean, he was gonna own the company, but he was gonna let Andy run it. But Andy messed it. Andy messed everything up. I could have. I could have did it. But at that point, at that point, where uh, where John owned that company. All you had to do is you you, are, you already got your employees. You, all you doing is taking phone calls and sending your groups. You sending your workers out every day to go do the jobs or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I could have I could have did that. You know what I mean? Like somebody may call and say, "Look, we want a you no, know, we want a fourth of an acre dug up, and we want." No, we want this fancy... We want this fancy uh, Italian brick laid in the backyard. Okay, I got a team that's going to go do that. That's probably going to take... That's probably going to take two weeks. You know, three weeks. You know what I mean? Bam. I got one team. I got four teams. I got one team that's going to be doing that. I got another team that could be, you know, building a pool. You know what I'm saying? Digging up dirt for a pool. You know what I mean? Like... Andy, was, I mean, John was smart with that, man. He, 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 uh, pe- people thought he was dumb when he was buying all of that equipment. He was spending all of his money to buy the, buy the, all that equipment, buying, um, air compressors and trailers and stuff like that. You know, he, you know, basically breaking himself. But now look at him.
0: The, the, the smart. Smart, smart. smart. What you're getting to some, what you're putting to some is what yep, you got to it
1: Andy's doing good. I mean, is doing good and Andy having hell. Andy was dumb, man, because if, if he would have, if, if, um, if he would have kept that company like John planned on him doing, he would have been making about a hundred grand a year hisself, just himself, just by running the company, just by using the phone. Cause all, you know, you got your team already. All you have to do is just send them out every day to go do work. But Of Mm John, but that same, you know, that same thing that you said, you and your brother had, like, like the Cain and Abel thing. They always had this. They always Mm -hmm. had that same little resentment toward each other. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, we were young. I remember that,
1: and it's still like that. You know, for a long time, they they didn't talk for a long time, and they don't don't none of them talk to the sister. You know, I don't know if you Mm -hmm. remember the little sister.
0: And guess and guess and guess who where hate comes from?
1: Grandmother?
0: No, nah, but from the monks of brothers. Guess who who has all that hate since they were growing up?
1: I don't know who. Oh.